0: to the 52-Week Podcast, where three friends grapple with the ups and downs of goal-setting and achievement. Coming at you for another week. Hello, my name's Steph, and I'm the wannabe runner. I'm Meredith the ginger. And I'm Kelly. I'm just along for the ride. We're feeling 22. <laughs> Guys, I thought I would try to sink, and then I realized when I was starting that it was a bad idea. <laughs> But welcome to week 22, in the words of Taylor Swift. We're filling 22. So, 22
1: in the corona.
0: Yeah, how's your guys' week been? Up and down, up and down, as always. As
1: always, welcome
2: to the new normal. Yeah.
0: You know, it's been fun because I've been um, putting together these episodes, yes, I did my editing of these, and so as, <laughs> I, as I had five episodes to listen to, and just hearing back at the beginning where we're like, yeah, we should be out of this, and hearing our, like, I didn't realize that we were sort of doing a weekly journal of corona, but I'm so happy that we talked about things, because now we have it, like, preserved for us, you know?
2: True. Yeah. They have been... Everything, everyone should be keeping a journal at this time. So, I
0: mean, one day when this is a how it is, and we'll, we'll be like, "Oh know I'm on the path. Yeah. Well, and it was funny because, like, Meredith was like, Yeah, we should be, like, hopefully, this will be the end. And Kelly, you're like, I think this is just the beginning. <laughs> and five <laughs> weeks later, it's like, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm always the negative. No, it's just it's just interesting <laughs> no. cuz it's like like we all have that hope like oh it'll be and I think now everyone's just sort of accepted like hey big group stuff isn't going to happen probably until the end of the year like this is life. So But I was reading an article this week about kind of like the opposite of like the fear of life
2: going back to normal and I'm like I feel like I'm this is resonating with me. Like, <laughs> I'm afraid for things to be normal again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I, I like having, I like some of the changes that have been made. Like, I, I like that my um, job has opened up to the idea of working from home. I like kind of a little more relaxed lifestyle, but I do miss the routine and the interaction of a real lifestyle. So it's like mixed feelings of like, I don't want it to go back to normal or whatever normal was. And I want it to stay the way it is, but not the
2: way it is,
0: you know? Yeah. Yeah. You guys, I had an awkward experience yesterday. So like, I haven't met someone new since all of this, right? Like, and the guy who was Aww. showing us around, he, he was like, hey. And I was like, hey. And I was like, oh, I'm being rude. Let me shake your hand. And then he like looked at me like I was the biggest idiot because he's been around people. Like he, and so I shake his hand and then he goes and gets hand sanitizer. And I felt so dumb. I was like, oh my gosh, Steph, like playing cool. Like when you haven't met a new individual, like in a professional setting, like don't <laughs> shake their hand. Like what are you doing? like I just felt so dumb because I was thinking like the old norms it's rude to not go up and shake someone's hand and I'm like no the new norm you can't shake someone's hand like so I just felt so stupid (laughs) that's a funny story because it's just in a professional setting you feel like oh I need to like go in and shake this person's hand yeah
1: Yeah, it's just so natural I hope it goes back so that we can shake each other's hands like I hope that this like, the personal interaction, those little things matter a lot. Having a personal, not just with, like, your family, but just in general, like, a pat on the back or a just a handshake or a hug or whatever. I hope those things cannot be lost forever.
0: Yeah, and that's, like, yeah, the sure thing, like, helps. usually when I do a podcast interview, like, I always, like, ask someone I'm like can I give you a hug I'm a hugger, you know like and it just feels more connected and so I don't know I like that was just one of those moments that I realized oh like you haven't been in a professional setting for a bit where you've interacted with new people and that was a taboo yeah
1: yeah corona life
0: (laughs) seriously (laughs) so Kelly you had go outside intentionally four times how did that go
2: I would say I got it, but I don't feel like I was as intentional with it as I was last week. Like, my whole morning routine and making sure I went outside and went for a walk. Like, it kind of happened inadvertently, but I'd say let's put a partial, because I don't know that I was always intentional. Okay. Like, I'm leaving the house to just be outside. Yeah. Sometimes it was more like oh, I'm going
0: to do this thing and I have to go outside to do it. Yeah, okay. Um. What about make new one new recipe? Oh, guys, I'm
2: just useless.
0: Um, <laughs> this week... Positive self-talk, Kelly. Positive self-talk. True. Um. I made an old recipe. I made
2: enchiladas in my like, slow cooker. Um, this week was a lot about crafting. I had a friend getting married? Ask for she wants a sign for the house that they've just bought, and she was like, "You could make this, right?" So I spent a few days doing that, and then making a Mother's Day gift for a friend's mom. And so the cooking was not as at the forefront.
0: But did you hear yourself? But. You made an old recipe at the beginning of the year. Know, you didn't right? even have old recipes. I don't know if I've ever made this recipe
2: alone, so point to that. So would that be a yes then? Yeah. I mean, sure, guys, if we're being relaxed in Corona time.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and then what about improving your morning routine? Um, No, I would say partial. Like I did it two mornings, but not as,
2: you know, good. Yeah, that's good partial. I could put more oomph into that
0: one. Well, you got two partials and one yes. And you're right. It yeah. Could be yeah. Good job. <laughs> what about you, Meredith? Your first goal was to go for a walk at lunch three times this week.
1: Done though. I yeah.
0: Good job. What good about? Job. You? And
1: if I if oh, I what? didn't walk. If I didn't go for a walk, I did an in home um elastic bandy workout. So I felt
0: good this week. That's awesome. Um, so. what about your veggie snack for five days?
1: Yes, I did that.
0: Two for two. Good meredith. No. Um, do you I feel better? better do you bar. feel more nourished? Um, yeah. I, I what
1: I feel is that Not more nurse, more balanced with my food because I've eaten out a couple times this week. But, like, I still got in my fruits and vegetables and I didn't feel like I was heavy and everything from eating out and missing out on my veggies. So, that was good.
0: Okay. Awesome. I bought
1: these carrot chips. You know, like, you can buy the baby carrots or you can buy the shredded carrots Uh and put in, like, a salad. But I bought these ones that are sliced. And that actually was really helpful because it was like chips. So I just had hummus and dipped my carrots in it instead of baby carrots. I don't know. There was like a mental change. Yeah, <laughs> buying a different kind of carrot then
0: It's like having yeah, a Ruffles chip, but without the chip.
1: Yeah, so which is delish.
0: So. sweet, and then that was my key. To- that was your key. That was your umph.
1: That was my umph. Yeah.
0: Um, and then you're tracking your food, something every day.
1: Yeah, so I did write it down. I only wrote it, I only wrote it down one day, but I got it in and I really do like just writing it down. Um, I got to get into a better habit of that. Just at home, it's easy to write it down. Mm-hmm. I didn't log it in my phone. I just wrote it. Um, I did find myself that as I was writing it down that I kind of wish I had the technology to tell me how many calories it was to, so there's like pros and cons to it because it takes a lot of time to put it into an app and that's what I don't like. But then just writing it down, it's much faster, but I'm not giving the full comprehensive understanding of what I'm eating.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so, um, but that, those are good things to learn. And so I didn't do it every single day so I can only get a partial on it, but I did it a couple days. So,
0: but Meredith, you got two yeses and impartial. Good job. Yeah. Woo mm-hmm. week. So, um, well, you guys, for my goals, guess what? I made my goal of withholding advice or opinion in three convos. Nice. And I like there nice. were other ones that I like thought about it, and I still gave my advice and opinion. But like, I really I. I just like that premise of why I started it was my coworker who he was like, I have tons of advice and opinions. He's like, but unless people ask, he's like, I'm not going to give it to them if they don't want it, you know? And I just want to get more to that, um, mentality of like, like sort of like that quote, like people don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Like we go to the people that we like no care about us for advice. So anyways, um, And then my other one was to go um, do pipeline. And I was proud of myself because last night I was like, I looked at my goals and I was like, I haven't done pipeline yet. And so I went up there and did it. And it was beautiful. Like, there was hardly anyone on the trail. But guess what, you guys? Mill Creek Canyon. So on my way up at like 630, there was a line of cars backed up to pay all the way up to like the first pipeline trail. And I was like, oh, "Oh my gosh. I was like, this is insane. So then when I finished like an hour and a half later, there was still a huge line to pay. And like I waited in line for like 25, 30 minutes to get out. And they raised their prices to five bucks a car. I'm like, Mill Creek, you guys are making bank. No wonder you're getting every car. So... That's a bummer they $2. Well, and that was, like, the thing. I'm like, I love Mill Creek, but I don't know if I want to go up there anymore if it's going to be that insane. And the lady was like, I was like, this is crazy. She's like, yeah, it's been. She's like, I think because, like, things are reopened or whatever. She's like, it's just been um, insane up here. And that's not to mention all the cars that were up doing campfires and everything. Like, I think people were Uh more done hiking for the day. But, like, just that backup just made it completely backed up all the way up. I've never, like, um, Mill Creek's been my canyon for years, and I've never seen that before. Yeah,
1: it's always kind of been a hidden gem.
0: Yeah, so, Corona. So, um, but yeah, so I did that, and then I did another hike this week, so now I only have 18 more hikes to go this year. So. Yeah. <laughs> one week. Week. But it was interesting wow. doing, like, bells, because um, people, I mean, it was packed, and I'm like, dang, no, so much for, like, six feet apart, like, <laughs> you're, like, basically on people's tail. So, just interesting. So, which is nice everyone's in the canyons, but also it's like, oh, but why is everyone in the canyons? Yeah,
2: don't let the oh. happen here. They'll close the canyons if people
0: aren't social distancing. Oh, yeah, that would be terrible. What would we do? So, um. And then the last one was to listen to three conference talks. I have five minutes left of one. Um, and then I've reached that goal. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give myself a yes because so I finished it. So guys, that means that I got a standing ovation. Yeah I'm standing a up. Thanks, guys. Since these come very like few, far and few between for me, it just feels good. I'm like, yeah, standing ovation. Even though I can't I wanna... see you, I I hope that you guys are standing. I oh, am standing. standing. Thanks, it's guys. The first time
2: in a long time. Thanks. Is, um, for the not, first time, a time <laughs> <laughs> no. in a long time, you're standing. In
1: Lots <laughs> of us have gotten a standing ovation, like a good standing ovation, I feel like. Maybe we did last week. Did somebody get
0: one
2: last
0: week? Mm, I don't think so. I think, I get, think it, uh, Kelly, it, I feel like you and Kelly get them. I just am a little bit more sparse, so.
2: Oh, you know what we got one for the other week was the rest week.
0: Oh, yeah, for no goals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I successfully rested. Um,
1: yep.
0: And, and so our topic for this week, we're talking about the influence of mothers because it's Mother's Day. And Kelly, last week in the episode, when I was talking about how I needed to get the other ones up, you were like, well, maybe like you can get it done by Father's Day because Father's Day was um, like in September in Australia. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I felt like that gave me a little more oomph. I was like, no, I need to get it done by Mother's Day <laughs> so we can be up. But I'm... Um, Um, but so our quote comes from president Russell Nelson. I know mother's day can be a day that is hard for a lot of women, you know, um, for, for women that maybe they haven't been able to have kids or maybe they've had kids and they have passed away or for, even for, for mothers. Like I see so many mothers that they like, it's just filled with so much guilt of what they could be doing better and how they look at their like weaknesses instead of their strengths. And and for those of us that are single, sometimes it's like the thought of like, oh, what we don't have, you know. So like, as great as Mother's Day is, I know that it's also a day um, for a lot of people that there's a lot of heartache surrounding it. But um, Kelly found this quote by President Russell M. Nelson, and um, that I, I think just illustrates the impact that every woman has. Kelly, do you want to read that quote?
2: Yeah. So it says, um, no one can duplicate the influence of a mother. Anytime I use the word mother, I'm not talking only about women who have given birth or adopted children in this life. I'm speaking about all of our heavenly parents' adult daughters. Every woman is a mother by virtue of her eternal divine destiny. Wow. I really like that ending part. Yeah. Because it is... I don't know if... I don't... Maybe this is bad to say. I don't think I've ever struggled with Mother's Day in terms of I know sometimes single women struggle with that I'm aching to be a mother, and maybe that's partly because I'm not sure how good I'd be at being a mother. But but I do think it is, like Steph was saying, it's important to acknowledge that mother isn't just the biological mother we have. Um, It's any woman and their influence. And that we do all have a divine destiny to be mothers. So whether it's happening now or happens later or happens at all, we have a destiny and something within us that allows us to be mothers or to have that mothering influence on those around us. And I feel like right now, I I have never,
1: I shouldn't say I have never, I've I don't usually have a strong desire to have children. I was never, okay, I can't say never. I was never one of those that just kind of was sad during most of my 20s. I'm still single. I don't have children. But I never had a strong desire to, I never felt the loss of not having a child. So it's kind of a blessing. But it's been interesting the last couple months during Corona, um, just seeing some of the stuff that the kids are going through that I have kind of wished that I had a child that I could do something special for during this time. And not just in general, the corona, it's mainly the graduating. I have my friend's daughter um, is graduating this year and it she's she's worked really hard through high school and just this like kind of maternal instinct to make this such a special time for her. Like it's been, it's kind of come out of the blue that like I wanted to do something special to for her to know that like, congratulations you've done, you're graduating and even though you can't do this, we're going to do this special thing for you. like it's been this weird <laughs> maternal instinct to, um, make a child who I feel very close to feel very special and it it made me long for the opportunity to do that for a child and it's a weird feeling for me because again I've never missed that like I have kind of always wondered if I would never have kids and I've been okay with that Um, but once in a while these these little things pop up that like if I was a mom this is what I would do and of course that's easy to say but You know, just those natural, even though I don't have a kid, there are natural motherly feelings in my heart for like my nieces and nephews and stuff. And I've just noticed it a little bit more during Corona where, you know, it's like somebody had a birthday during this time. And if I was a mom, I know exactly what I would have done to like help make it a special time for that kid. And uh, I don't know. Those mommy, those mommy desires came out, that
2: I haven't had before. <laughs> and I think there's yeah. that element of it takes a village to raise a child. And if we all were busy without six children, there wouldn't be anyone to be supporting. You know, mm-hmm. like I think of, in my life, my mom has been like the most influential and impactful. And that... I don't know, I think of the other women that have been an influence in my life and it wasn't because my mom wasn't filling that role, but it was like, yeah, there are different aspects of our lives where the notice of another woman or just another woman who has the energy around like the graduation situation or, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. I think it's our lives that we're not just we don't
0: just have one mother
2: rock well, like influence in our life, and that's it. Yeah. Well, and. I'll and make sense today. You are,
0: you are. No, you are.
2: That was really
0: good. And I thought it would be sort of fun because my mom listens to this podcast, and she actually doesn't like public praise, like. <laughs> but I. <laughs> but you know. Yeah, you like it. <laughs> um But I thought it would be fun to hear like. I mean, Kelly, I've been in the car before when your mom's been chatting with you and stuff. But to hear, I want to hear a little bit, you guys describe your moms and maybe the things that you've learned from, for, from them. And that's the greatest thing. I think I just recently did a podcast interview with someone and she talked about how she was like, you know, I've just come to terms that I need to be the best mom I can be. She's like, I'm not the mom that's going to go play on the floor and that's okay. She's like, I'm not the mom that's going to have a clean house. And that's okay. She's like, but I'm a mom that's going to do this, this, and this. And I, I was really, as I was, like, writing my little card to my mom um, yesterday, I was, like, thinking about how, like, I needed my mom to be her. You know, like, I needed her strengths. I needed her weaknesses. And and so I think it is powerful to remember, too, that, like, I, I just how she just said, like, that she just needed to be, like, her type of mom and that everyone – um, like when they're just themselves, the people around them, whether they are like a mom or not, like are influenced. So, did that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, Meredith, do you want to talk telling us about um, Mama McBride? Yeah, Mama McBride's kind of an angel, basically <laughs>
1: <laughs> wrapped in up in a human body. No, my mom has always been a very quiet, gentle person. She's quite the opposite of me. She and I are, I'm the outgoing, social, speaks my mind kind of person. And my mom's one that will sit back, observe, and then offer advice if asked sort of thing. And um, I want to pat my mom's back because I have seven sisters. Yeah, I'm number eight all the bundle joy at the end <laughs> um, but I think it says a lot that um, and this is a very rare thing and I but all of my siblings we stayed active in the church and I think a lot of that has to do with my mom and how like just the way she carried herself and um, raised us to be... I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to put into words. So we're all active. I think it has to do a lot with her testimony and how she showed it to us in her own individual way. It was never um, overbearing or anything. It was just, this is what I believe. Um, Let me teach you what I understand kind of thing. Um, And I've always, you know, the stories of even now we'll go to my mom's house and she'll be sitting at the table reading her scriptures for the daily scripture study and or like I know her nightly routine is to pray and then read the comics before bed um just being such a good example and um and because of her example we all were able to stay active in the church and to uh be in doubt and stuff but um also my mom raised us to be very well-rounded and to accept and love people for who they are. Um, that, I mean, as my friends know, that I can talk to anybody or love everybody, no matter what their walks of life are. It's gotten me in trouble in dating life. <laughs> <laughs> but, But honestly, I... To, have, to be raised so much into the church and then also be able to love one another and see them for who they are. Um, I think that comes from my mom and my dad, but my mom and just her gentleness in letting each of our daughters grow up the way that they were with the personalities that they had. Um, she's just an amazing person. And I mean, I could go into all the little things about how, you know, you raise eight daughters just think of how many meals that is that she had to cook and clean up (laughs) and diapers. She changed and years of being pregnant. (laughs) Um, My mom is a very hard worker and, um, my father passed away when I was 18. And since, I mean, she's just continued on and kicked up and, um, picked up where that left off and kept working hard and yeah so that's my mom in a nutshell amazing
0: she sounds so so sweet
1: she is is very sweet she's just a cute little old lady (laughs) (laughs) i say that with all the
0: love and endearment (laughs) like that sounded really bad but
1: we can even cut that if we need to but
0: no, like looking at pictures, she does. She just looks like such a sweet like, and she's been a grandma forever. You know, like since you were little, like she was a grandma. So. Oh my gosh, she's
1: been a grandma since I was eleven years old.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Um.
1: That'd be my only complaint is that she loves her grandchildren more than me. Just
0: well, the grandkids like <laughs> you, the, you can't. You can't have a special with spot, you know. So yeah, yeah. That's the nature of the role. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Kelly, tell us a little bit about your mom.
2: Um, my mother is also an angel. Um, she. I don't know. I just. I think it was it was Mother's Day in Australia yesterday, and so last night I was on the call with my family, um, chatting to Mom and kind of doing our Mother's Day. And. We all tear up talking about mum, which I think we probably get from mum. Just like a sensitive nature, be that good or bad. Um, but I think as Meredith was talking, I was like, yeah, that sounds like my mum. Like, I think that one of the biggest blessings a mother can yeah. give is like leading by example. And I just think of how often I would go looking for her in the house because I had a question and I would find her like kneeling by her bed praying and I would always be like it's going to take forever like I just have a question about and I just remember being like oh mom's praying again oh I'm going to have to wait a really long time because I know she prays forever (laughs) but like growing up it really was like I knew whenever I went to her with a problem typically her first question was have you prayed about it which I think might have sounded a bit like a, like a blow-off. Like, well, have you prayed about it? Like, I'm not going to give you the solution. Have you prayed about it? Except that I knew that that was what she did with her problems first. It was always like, take it to the Lord. And even if that was just a time for, like, revelation to come or it was a time to be quiet and think on her problem, um, so that she could find a solution or she could be given a solution... So it didn't ever come across as, oh, she doesn't want to help me. She's just being like, go and pray about it. But I knew that that was how she responded to when she had things she was trying to figure out. And then if I said, yes, i are afraid about it, we would talk through like what my feelings were. Or um, or it would be like, no, I guess I should go pray about it. But I just love that example that I so often found my mother praying or, like, my mom and dad praying together, and that example of, like, studying the scriptures and just the basics that I've been good and bad at over the years, but it has always shown to me that that's important. And she just cares about her family so much. Like, she would, every moment of every day is spent thinking on, like, what can I do, to, like, lift burdens to my children, what can I do to support them, what can I do to, like, help the grandkids, so that supports, you know, their parents, and she just is completely selfless, like, making meals for every person in the ward ever, or for her children, making meals when she knows they're having a hard time, and need um, that extra, like, Support cleaning houses when people move, like just anything that she could do to give service to others. It was just, and it still is a constant thing. So I'm really grateful for that. She's just amazing, which I think intimidates me as the sort of being a mother at how selfless he really has to be. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is what I love. I love hearing like these. Bl- the, about these women that have, like, shaped your guys' lives, you know? Tell us about Mama show. There's so many things that I've learned from my mom and, and so many ways that she's, like, developed my character. But I think, like, the biggest thing, like, my desire to constantly, like, improve and to change and to set goals, those are characteristics that come from my mom. Like, I look at my mom and how she is constantly trying to better herself, whether it's by, like, reading and educating herself or... Whether it's different um, traits that she's trying to like improve and to like refine, like she just is a woman that is constantly trying to improve, and I I think that that is a wonderful trait, and I I love like my mom is someone that um, you know I learned from her the power of reaching out, you know, um just like what you were talking about, Kelly, with like service and stuff, like, and she's just like a strong. Woman, Like, one of my favorite stories to tell, and this might sound dumb, but I remember years ago, um, I had, like, activity at my parents' house. I wasn't living there at the time, but, like, um, they let me have, like, this dinner there, and this guy met my mom, and they chatted, and he later asked me out, and on the (laughs) date... He was asking me questions and he was asking about politics, which I, like, could care less. But my mom's very knowledgeable about politics. And he was like, oh, I thought that you would be, like, like what, like, your mom thought, you know? And I was like, oh, this guy's, like, so disappointed because he wanted to date my mom and I'm not her. <laughs> but, um, but, like, she just, like, she is someone that she, like, has a fun personality and she's outgoing. And um, I mean, she she had eight kids as well. And our, our childhood, I mean, there's just so many magical moments of how she created like the holidays and made them special. And I know if I continue any longer, she's going to be like, Steph, why were you talking so much? But I think that like the big thing that I learned from my mom is she would always say like, where much is given, much is expected. And I'm grateful for that because I just, I feel like I was always raised with a purpose of, um, what I needed to be doing and like a purpose of like to her, like, like her spirituality is so important, you know, like, and I don't know, like, so, so just like so many things, but I'm grateful. Like I said, like, I think the older I get and the more I, I, cause I was hearing some of my, um, friends talk about their kids and they're like, oh no, like I'm going to mess them up with this weakness or like with this or that. And I know that like moms really can sit and think about like how if they were just like this person, their kid would be better. But that is the one thing that I think I've learned this year is I'm so grateful, like I was saying, for my mom's strengths and for her weaknesses and that she's taught me to take my weaknesses and to turn them into strengths. So, because that's what I've seen her do. I feel
2: like our moms would all be great friends. Like, they'd all enjoy spending time with each other. Like, I find, like, just whenever I'm in your parents' house, like, there's something familiar about... And I just, all I can put it down to is like, I feel like, and I'm sure Meredith, your home is the same, where like oh these gosh. mothers who have made this safe place.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, I can't say anything more because I'll cry. <laughs> um, oh. But just, you know, this, you know, when you go into other people's homes and it's different, like, I love going to my friends' houses, but I feel like when you go into a family home and it's like, I don't know, the love. That you can just feel, but I put it down to the
1: mother <laughs> for sure. Yeah. The feeling of home, just home in general.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think that comes a lot from like, the, like you look at how much moms sacrifice. You know, from like making yeah. the home, like turning that like house into a place that they're like home. It feels homey and connected and like feels warm and comfortable and there's like blankets and pillows and you know so but then also that it's a place that like is safe and that's the thing like I I really am so grateful for the time I've had to live with my parents like um because I've lived there on and off over the years and I'm just grateful that that is my place that is always home um and like that safe place like what you're saying it looks like okay we need to wrap up really quick Sorry, the time is getting from us. What are our goals this week? Yeah, How are we going to be
2: more like our moms this week?
0: How, oh, I like that. How <laughs> yeah. are we going to be more like our moms? Okay, Kelly, what are your goals?
2: I actually think I'm going to kind of stick with the same. Like, I really enjoyed not this past week, but the one before where I was getting up early and I was walking every morning and I just felt really productive before I started even, like, sitting down to work.
0: Uh-huh.
2: So, I want to do that consistently this week. So, we're going to keep it at four times. But technically,
0: I'm hoping to make it five. But let's go cool. Okay. I like that. And then the new recipe and improve your morning routine. Yes. Yes. Okay. Meredith, what are your goals? Um, I'm actually just going to do one goal, and it's to get back
1: into to follow a routine. So that's like planning at night and getting in. I want to make sure that three things, I get in three things. And the three things are um exercise, scripture, and sufficient sleep. So I'm gonna plan every day so that's a seven day goal, but I'm just doing the one goal.
0: Oh, okay. Um kay.
2: like a tenfold goal, so really it's bigger than gonna, I was gonna say that's gonna yeah. be goal for one goal
0: <laughs> goal. Yeah. Um so. Okay, so my goal is I want to wake up three days at 6 a.m. Um, My next goal is there's two audio files that I want to finish editing. I pounded out a ton of audio this week, but there's two more that I want to get done. Um, and those are for the Orange Soul podcast. And then my last thing is that I want to spend... um. Like, I want to do Sudoku two days. Okay. For 10 minutes. I'll just say 10 minutes. So, well, guys, I'm excited for this week. Like um, Kelly said, our goalie goal, let's, um, let's think about how we can be more like those women in our life and also tell them thank you. And remember to genuinely do what you can do.
1: Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to RemnissAudio.com
0: and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. And you don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. (laughs)